the band sheet and it's got all the, the schedule for all the musicians and you're looking down it and you're like oh my gosh 30 minutes tomorrow amazing so yeah. I'm, you know just working for 30 minutes <laughs> amazing and that and yeah feels like a day um, off, I say. totally it, it's weird um so for anybody who doesn't know you you i've I, i've only known you to be in completely with um as as a cruise ship musician that's as yeah. long as i've known you that's all you've um pretty much been doing and then when you have time off you do some things here and there right yeah yeah so um, yeah before the cruise ship thing um i was well i guess if i start from the beginning instead of working backwards sure. like um i first thing of note i guess is that i went to acm uh to mm-hmm. do a, like a music business degree uh, okay. So ACM's the Academy of Contemporary Music, which is based in Guildford, just like south of London. Um, so I went there for like a two-year course, and during my first year, I start, started a band, and we with a fellow business student, um, mm-hmm. and he we like started co-writing, uh-huh. um, and we were like twenty at the time, so we started writing these songs and formed this band with like his sister came in and then we got like a drummer and a bass player from the academy and we were all right. quite good friends and stuff and we long of the short we got management ended up doing some really cool things working with columbia records and wow so you guys were doing it like, yeah we really did it we licensed our music nice. out to different labels we went touring firstly around like the uk and then all around europe then we went out to mm-hmm. japan then went out to the states and um, it was cool it was good we were making a bit of noise you know we, we were like yeah, championed by sort of championed by Steve Lamack the, the DJ um, this is like 15 plus years ago mm-hmm. um, we got some like spot plays on Radio 1 and Radio 2 and XFM and all this so we were making a bit of a noise um, that's pretty huge man to yeah get on, to get and, th- and this is all with original stuff yeah, yeah, all original. Right. That is crazy. Yeah, it was like an indie pop band, Winter Kids. And you were and you were the the, the head of it, the lead. Uh, no, so we James, my my friend from the ACM, James, he was the lead vocal. Oh, okay. And gotcha. so we we would write together, and then we'd all write as a band when we formed the mm-hmm. band completely. Um, so I was <clears throat> sort of a key songwriter, um, sort of secondary vocals, BVs and like counterparts and stuff like that and guitar, all the guitars. And then we had, like that made up quite a big part of the sound. Then we had Hannah, his sister on the keyboard and mm. piano. And that, that sort of made up quite a big part of the sound as well. The sort of, sort of came, it sure. came out as like an indie new wave synthy sound. And then we put um, on like, what was the name of the band? And are you guys still, I hope like, do you have st- stuff still available? Cause that, I'd be interested. Yeah, so we're called Winter Kids. Um, Winter Kids. And you can, I think you can probably, like, hear some stuff online. And on, yeah. you know, if you search it out, um, you can hear, like, our EPs that we had and an album that we had that was, um, yeah, good times, that. That's we're, impressive, man. I'll tell you what, getting on Radio 1 and all that stuff when you're <laughs> just starting out in a, yeah. in a band, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It was really so how good. did were you were you like multi instrumentalist back then playing piano and yeah and guitar and stuff yeah so a little bit so like I was doing all the guitar stuff that's always been my sort of first discipline if you like and it's really fun um, and I was playing 
I think I was like playing a little bit of piano and stuff here and there maybe like mainly in the studio not live because obviously Hannah had that covered but maybe like when we were writing I think I'd get on the piano mm. all the keys and things um, maybe even jump on the drums drum kit now and then <laughs> um, <laughs> always fun yeah and I, th- I do remember live one time I was playing violin and I'm not a violinist by any wow. stretch I just bought a violin and was like because we wanted that sound so I just bought it and learned what I needed to learn to do it kind of thing right just kind of figuring it out on the yeah fly. so just I just looked on YouTube how to play the violin kind of thing and figured it out and then was playing it on stage now and then <laughs> that's still pretty cool that's yeah. really cool and so that how long how long did that last that band uh, sort of five or six five to six years okay. we were doing that and we were like practically we had this sort of rehearsal space where we were kind of like living together in this sort of house which was part of like James's parents place originally but then we were kind of living in this separate part um, mm. near Guildford and that became our sort of base really because that's where we used to hang out and practice and we had our like rehearsal space there permanently set up so we'd all like live in that space really it was nice cool. it was nice and roomy you know yeah. we had rooms and stuff um, so we'd do that and who, bro- uh, who broke up the band who, who was broke it? up the band yeah yeah do you know i think it's that classic thing of when you start a band like you're 20 i think hannah was like 17 or something and uh then by the time you know you get to like in my case 26 you're all different very very different people and um Mm. we'd learned like that you know it works in cycles it's like we we'd just spent we'd done sort of like a cycle with our first single and then a, a bigger, longer cycle with the EP and then an even longer one with the album. And it had taken us like six years. And it's like, okay, do we reinvest our time and energy and finances to mm-hmm. do like another, you know, it could be another three or four years. Right. Or, or do we it's a, stop? Yeah, and so I think it got to that point where everyone was a bit hesitant all of a sudden, like, there were there were some things going on in the band as as well like creative differences and all that like I say you're quite different people and uh, and it was you know yeah it was time to time for a change and uh, that that, change that's yeah I feel like that's the age when when those creative differences start to happen maybe with people yeah they like they start to like fork out on their own road maybe yeah exactly I think we were all feeling a bit like this has been fun, but we've got, we've all got our own influences now. And like, right. I mean, personally, I'm, I would have stuck at it. I would have, I was actually up for going in again and doing another cycle and pushing that product and that project further. Um, and I still believe like it could have been really quite big, that project. Sounds Um, like it. Yeah. But it, you know, the vision that, some like some of the band members had just didn't really it didn't look like that we couldn't get our heads together on it if you like right i think so yeah yeah, i I get that so were your influences like in that indie pop world a bit yeah like i think um i remember so like i was really you know i always listened to like the blur and oasis stuff growing up um, so I think I got mm-hmm. a lot from that and like the blue t- uh, the blue tones I think they were called all these kind of like Brit pop guitar-y bands right which had some really good songwriting behind it you know right for sure yeah yeah the guys that were like in the top 10 in yeah. the UK so 
think I had that influence and like The Cure and obviously going mm-hmm. back for like The Beatles and The Beach Boys that's where it started for me so they were like the oh, influences yeah. uh, and then around that time there was a lot of like emo stuff coming over from the States that we were getting into like the My, My Chemical Romance and mm-hmm. that kind so of did, stuff so okay well um, did you prefer British or American like was or was it just like whatever band um, sounded good had good songwriting production all that I think yeah for me I, di- I didn't know much about too much about American mm-hmm. alternate music it was a lot of like pop stuff coming over R&B and stuff when I was growing up which was really <laughs> yeah. cool I used to enjoy listening to like the songwriting again and the production but my style was more based in like the British Britpop sound I would say yeah. sort of indie thing and then I think when we were doing the band there was more like with social media opening up things there was like more ways to discover American music that kind of indie mm-hmm. new wave thing and it was like amazing to hear it all I think uh, I remember speaking to a producer that we were working with and he was he said like with, with British music in the studio you sit there and you kind of listen to the song and go what can we add to make it sound mm-hmm. better whereas in the States you sit there and you go what can we take away to make Dude. it sound better yeah totally yeah I I completely agree I, I just as as a as a producer which you are as well I mean it's it's a lot of just throwing stuff in there and then at the end we're just like well let's take a bunch of stuff out now because yeah. that was a lot that was way too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah it can be but, fun going out doing that yeah some of that which is some of that is, is the most fun uh, part about music production but I do want to take like a little sidestep now, and you mentioned the Beatles. Have you heard the new stuff? Um, the, yeah, the new they, song and yeah, yeah. They just had a then and now track released, didn't they? It's called and it's nice. And I, f- I feel like um, that's sort of not meant to necessarily compete with their material, their sort of historic catalog, but is like right. a nice, a nice kind of like oh, what do you know? There's another song that no one heard. Yeah, it's it is like I mean. I'm not a, I don't, um, Beatles were, I mean, I respect them for everything they've done, obviously, but the, I don't think they really got me into music. You know, it was more like, um, like John Mayer and those guys back then. Yeah. But, you know, I, I heard this song and, and I've heard people say it sounds more like a John track than a full yeah. Beatles song. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with that. I, the Beatles have untouchable songs like mm. as far as song songwriting goes so you can't really you know mess with that but um but yeah i songs songs okay it's 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 good it's serviceable you know yeah um yeah i in, feel interesting with, with having his vocals on there and all that and, mm. i feel the same yeah like you say it's serviceable that's a good way of putting mm-hmm. it <laughs> it's, it's it, not groundbreaking i mean no yeah <laughs> it sounds um I agree, actually. It does sound like a John song. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think, did they do some, like, wizardry with the audio to, like, pull the vocal away from the piano, I think? Yeah, was- I think that's why they had to wait this long. Because yeah. now it's, which is pretty much, they used AI to, to, to pull his voice off of the piano because it was a piano demo with just yeah. his voice at a piano. And then, um, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly feel like they made this song just for themselves. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they, but um, a lot of people like it. If you're into the Beatles, I, I think a lot of them liked it and they were happy to have it and all that stuff. But I was thinking about 
all that and I was watching some documentaries. We, we watched that, the now and then um, 12 minute documentary thing me and my wife did and it was really good. And, yeah. And um, I like hearing, I like hearing Paul talk about music. You know what mm. I mean? Mm. It's interesting stuff. But, um, but yeah, it's just a weird time to have a Beatles as a number one song in 2023. Tell me about it. It's, it is pretty random, isn't it? Yeah. I think I feel like I feel like somewhere in the back of my mind, I sort of always knew they would have another hit somehow. Because there's all there's all this talk of mm-hmm. you know these hidden songs yeah. that aren't aren't released and all this. But yeah, <laughs> it is yeah. it is crazy, and it's amazing that what AI is doing actually. It's amazing yeah. that that's enabled such a thing to happen. Yeah, you know, it's. Um, I don't. I was talking with my. My dad the other day, he was also a music producer, and I, we were like, yeah, I don't think AI is really going to take over anything creatively. Mm. Mm. Like, it can kind of do things that I don't like doing as an indie artist, mm. you know. Um, but as far as... I've used those AI things on the internet where it can come up with the first track of a song. Like, it could literally produce a song for you, and it's just like, yeah. well, I, I wouldn't have done that, really. Yeah. <laughs> what about... Have you ever messed with that? any of that stuff? I mean, only a tiny amount when, you know, when like a year or so ago when it was all like, oh, yeah, um, I went on to those websites that popped up, probably the same kind of ones you're talking about, where you can like build tracks out and things. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think, I feel like it will happen. Like, I actually think it's going to be more groundbreaking than, than, than a lot of creatives think. I'm more on that camp. I think it could yeah. be quite a powerful thing um but i yeah i haven't just haven't really had time to venture too far into those, yeah. those things but they do look interesting i think um with me like a big sort of a lifelong lesson i'm learning and i say this a lot is like to just relinquish control <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like that's a part of it so like me going on that website was like it took a whole load of control away from me and i think that's why i was like oh i don't know about this Right, but I think it probably ultimately would be a better final product if I'm not involved. <laughs> Could be, but and there's also parts of there's parts of in Logic at least. You know, when I go to master, like I'm not a mastering engineer. There's parts of what I, I use in my mastering stuff that is AI. Yeah, you know, with with ozone and all that stuff. Yeah, so that's kind of what I relinquish control to after I mix it. Is just all right. Go make it sound loud and great do all that stuff yeah for sure yeah and they're really good i mm-hmm. land i use lander um lander man I, I i get those emails all the time and i feel like they have gotten they're like almost industry standard yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and it's yeah. i mean yeah it's very it brings it very close you know i can't imagine mm-hmm. someone i'm sure someone who really amazing would put their ears to it and could improve it but it's I feel like it's such a slim uh, split splitting of the different kind of situation with things like Lander and Ozone mm-hmm. like you say they're so right. good and I feel yeah. like so now if every if everyone has the same ability to make it all their songs as loud as possible like the differential is just what your ear wants yeah like what your personal taste is I guess I don't know yeah yeah it's really interesting and I think especially mm-hmm. with how you know it's all about sort of attention and artists in particular seem to be releasing more often 
you know, mm-hmm. co- we're all content creators, aren't we? And we're all releasing, putting content content out regularly, or is the idea at least. So I feel yeah. like with that as well, I feel like um, in a way, you know, these standout songs aren't going to be so such a thing. Right. So it's like it's that difference good. doesn't really matter so much anyway as it used to. Yeah. It's you just, know. it's making it just easier for everyone to do so that everyone can do it. So then the bar is, is now up there. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, I do yeah. want to go back to uh, how you got from the band to working on cruise lines. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that jump like? How long did it take? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so the band stopped. Um, that was an amazing experience, obviously. Um, and then I basically came away from it and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to do my a solo thing. I still want to do music, you know? Don't want to go and get a nine-to-five or anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> no the, like the guys in the band basically did. Wow, okay. Uh, it's just like, no, I don't... I always saw that as, like, I was in that forever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so... I came away and did some solo stuff and I actually worked with the band's management for a little while um, on this sort of solo project. Um, Mm. But it just, I don't know why, but I think creatively I just perhaps wasn't sure enough of what it was and needed a bit more time to really refine things. Um, So actually what I did in the meantime as well was I started teaching, teaching like guitar lessons to keep me going mm-hmm. and then a bit of a tangent really so like this whole time I've been doing my own music and enjoying that and I think that's a success in itself really to like make create something that you're happy with and then if you're you know so happy mm-hmm. with it that you want other people to hear it great but right. um, over the next sort of what five five years or so I was teaching and then I create like I got into different schools where I was teaching mm-hmm. um, and I thought right I'll step back from that and use those contacts to like create an agency where I can oh. put teachers in schools and I won't cool. have to come into school all the time and do things less right I'll be yeah. I'll just and it actually worked it took a bit of like um, bravado you know mm-hmm. but I sort of made it work and put this little business together and and um, the schools sort of took the bite, if you like, and they wanted to continue working with me, I think, because I'd given them a good re- like a good reputation mm-hmm. through me. Uh, so I did that, and then um, did that for a while. Right. Uh, but then when, like, COVID came around, I wasn't really enjoying that, and, like, the music, I'd been writing, and I'd been, like, gigging around. I'd done, like, loads of gigs, like, hundreds of gigs, all in, like, mm-hmm. Kent and London, and... So I was still yeah. very much a, a musician, but like nothing much was happening. And I think I was getting snowed under with like how to market music and like, you know, how big all that stuff can get. Sure. Yeah. So then when like COVID came around, um, you know, it's, it made me stop because to be honest, I was starting to run myself into the ground a bit really and like losing mm-hmm. sight of things. So it made me stop, which was a real blessing for me personally. Um, and I basically like threw away the keys to that business kind of thing. I just like right. sold it off to one of my teachers. Right. I was just like, I'm done oh, with wow. that. Cause I've just yeah, actually yeah, done yeah. with it. <laughs> um, wow. And, uh, and then 
yeah, I was like, okay, COVID's here. What do I do? So I started like watching things on YouTube and seeing these cruise ship musicians and thinking, oh my gosh, that, although that's not really my bigger vision, that would be Mm. such a cool thing, such a fun thing right now for me to be doing. Right. And um, so, yeah, just did some research around like, what would I do? And I think the first big thing for me to realize that I could possibly do that was realizing that they have, most ships have what they call a guitar vocalist position. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, because I'm not much of a reader and I didn't want to like be a reader and be in the play in the theater. I was like, I don't really want to do that. I'd rather be on on a stage or something. So then I put together like a little show reel of like, you know, the kinds of things I was playing in in the pubs and clubs around Kent where I live. Um, popular songs classics that people sing along to and like really popular super well-known songs from like Mm -hmm. the 50s to current day really and um put it all together into like a little five minute thing and then i sent that out with my cv like what i'd been up to and all that stuff sent it out to like all these different agents that i could find in relation to that part of the industry Right. right ones that book ships and those kinds of things which there's quite a quite a few of them yeah there's loads there's actually yeah. loads and um you know for a while like all through covid no, nothing came of it they would they would come back and say oh yeah like obviously you did a big thing with the ships like it it completely stopped the ships for a while yeah. but when when they were sort of coming back most of these agents were just like, yeah, that's great. We'll put you on our books and we'll let you know. Thumbs up kind of thing. And that was it. And then I'd, okay. I'd be like doing my thing, knock, you know, knocking on their door a little bit, giving them an email yeah. once a week saying, so any, any news kind <laughs> of thing. And they'd just always be like, no, nothing. And to be honest, I kind of, it got to the point where I just, in, internally, I actually gave up. And it's funny because I relinquished control again, like within myself. Yeah. I was just like, uh whatever yeah whatever i'm I'm gonna do something else for a minute forget that and then it was like it was at that point that one of the agents came forward and messaged me on whatsapp and was like can you do uh, a guest ends position as guitar vocalist on virtuoso which is an amazing ship yeah uh, like next month oh wow and i just was like oh my god i can't believe it like what? Yeah. And so the the agency, one of the agents reached out to me soon after I was like, oh, I think I'm done with this idea because nothing's happening. I'm spinning my wheels sort of thing. Right. Um, and, you know, like so many things, because there's just mm. so many things that you try, right? And just most yeah. of it doesn't come to fruition. I just was like, I think that might be another one of those things. But then one of the agents messaged me and was like, can you do this guest dance position on MSC Mm. Virtuosa, which is an amazing ship. And I jumped at it. And that was the start of my sort of cruise ship career, if you like. Right. Um, And I wanted it to be that because I very much felt like I really want, I really need like a new experience. Right. I I love travel. Obviously, I love performing music. I love ships. These amazing luxury cruise ships are just amazing. Um, so it was like so a was that, was that still in 2020? Uh, so no. So I think my first ship was. It wasn't like it was like 2022. Yeah. Oh wow. Like April okay. Got it. 22, I think. Um, yeah. So all through that's what I mean. All through COVID, I was like trying and obviously. So they were. 
Yeah, so they it, were just coming back, and you were like, you, like knocking yeah, on their door, like, trying yeah. to get. Yeah, exactly, because it's fierce competition anyway. And mm-hmm. I knew though that the fact that it had taken a big hit, like this is, you know, there's when there's something negative, there's always opportunity, right? So the fact that it had taken that big hit meant like I knew full well they're going to be trying to get back on their feet again, and they and most they're going to probably have lost fifty percent of their musicians yeah. and things to other things you know sure probably some 25 percent of them are going to want to do something else and the other 25 percent are going to um just be like not able to come back for some reason right so there's probably like a good 50 percent was it what you expected the actual experience of it and what you wanted and was and you and you and did you like that yeah do you know this this honestly is like has been it's been one of those times in my life where and I hope this continues obviously where like I want for once feel like a really solid feeling of like my life's improving yeah like I'm going forward like it's really Definitely. obvious now it's like really I've really you know sort of manifesting it physically like wow I'm yeah. actually traveling I'm actually like standing on my own two feet just with my music like and I'm actually yeah. enjoying the whole process it's not this struggle and and yeah. I'm just loving, loving life, really. Loving, like, working with the people on the ships and seeing all these different countries and yeah. performing to all these amazing people. That's the main thing. Oh, one moment. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yours is ready now, if you want it. Okay, not, I'll come out in a bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, f- literally five minutes. So, yeah, there's no rush, no rush. Yeah, no, so yeah totally. I'm loving it. The ships great. are amazing. And um, that's great. The experience is amazing. Yeah. We um, are you, so you're with, what agency are you with? Because I don't um, think we've talked about that. So, okay, so the, the current agency I'm with is called Sonic Artists. Sonic Artists. So if you're. Yeah. So let's just say, so basically if you're if you're someone who wants to get into this industry which is 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 getting back into it you know mm. you you do what you do right you you look online find yeah. find age there's there's tons of agencies online yeah um to kind of do, do do this thing and they're they're still looking as far as i know i don't know totally totally um there's plenty out there yeah yeah, um, and you know what? I actually found um, most of them from the cruise line website. You go on on their website, okay? Yeah, yeah. And you know, Royal Caribbean or something, and navigate yourself to like vacancies or something. Yeah, just have a you know a good old dig around their website. They're quite chunky websites usually. Yeah, and you'll find well, yeah you'll find a small corner of that website where it says, "Oh, for like music or entertainment sure. act, we use this agency and this agency." Yes. Um, and can you real, or real quick, or it doesn't have to be quick, but can you walk us through the difference between like, like the different, like, cause you've, you've told me, you've told me before there's a difference between like, and it, and it results in what kind of room you get and how you're treated basically. Yeah. yeah. But like the, the, the type of artist is like a guest artist spot and there's a different mm. artist spot. Yeah, totally. So there's tends to be, there's firstly like musicians, I would say they are sort of full crew position so if you're crew you're you have to do um sort of import manning i think it's called is like the legal term so you have a a responsibility at certain ports it's like on a rotor to stay on the ship and be 
a kind of safety person in case anything happens on the ship. You're like a responsible person. Okay. So that's called import manning. So you've got that duty and there's obviously regular training that goes with that. And there's regular drills that goes with that as well. So have you done that? Well, no, because that's a musician position. Um, So they would be in the orchestra. Right. Yeah. Yeah doing yeah all the orchestra stuff those guys and it's that's great that's really great and they get crew cabin they normally share two mm-hmm. uh, two per cabin and that's great uh, but it does get better if you do the thing i've been doing is what they call a guest artist um which is like piano sort of in-house version of an um guest entertainer so mm-hmm. i uh board as crew but i get more of like a guest entertainer style of contract where I get what they call deck privileges so which means you can go in all the guest areas at any time you can use the restaurants and all that stuff um, awesome and I don't have any responsibilities as far as like the safety thing like, you know you don't have to save anybody no so I don't have to do like <laughs> there's, there is minimal training for everyone but I don't have sure. to do the regular training I don't have to do the regular drills but I think on this last contract I did, it was like once per month, I had to do one drill, which takes about an hour, um, mm-hmm. like sort of like on a Wednesday morning or about 10 o'clock kind of thing. They'll do this drill where you basically put your life jacket on and go to your muster station and they count <laughs> you and then they go, thank you, you can go sort of thing. Oh, wow. That's the extent. So it's a very different contract. You get your own cabin. Awesome. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes... Uh, I've done what four PO ships. I think three out of those four it's been a guest cabin. There's only only okay. on the last one I did where it was actually a crew cabin, but it's still my own cabin, which makes makes a difference. Um, so that's the difference there. But then the th- okay. the sort of thing that I'm going for next is what you said, the guest entertainer, which right. is yeah. um, they tend to be shorter contracts, which I didn't mention i'll go over that in a moment as well but a guest entertainer is you are a guest you're not crew at all so you board as a guest they'll send you a guest pass and you're treated 100 percent like a guest um Hmm. and then you just so happen to be an entertainer as well so you're you know twice a week you're going to get up and entertain in the theater or like one of the big venues yeah and you'll tend so the difference there also is that you'll tend to be on for like one week maybe two tops if you're a guest entertainer and then you're off maybe onto another ship or doing land gigs or whatever because you tend to have they tend to have a slightly higher profile you know mm-hmm. um sure. so we, we've had like they, they're like sort of se- sort of like i don't know semi-celebrity types a lot they're often oh, off of like x okay. factor or britain's got talent right. the voice, yeah, you those were... guys you know that's cool um so whereas like my sort of guest artist contract um tends to be like several months which is still on the shorter side for a ship Mm -hmm. um if you're like going in as a musician it's going to be probably you can get the shorter ones but they tend to be more like six six to nine Mm -hmm. months i would say something a bit longer um i get that yeah yeah and i was and i was doing i I was with there's just an agency called lime lime entertainment yeah and I was I, I was gonna do. They offered me like a four to six month contract. Yeah. But I, but I think that was more like a five six day a night thing. Yeah. yeah. Like in one of their bars on the ship or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Where you got to know like five hours of covers or whatever each yeah. night or something. But yeah. But um, do you prefer? I mean, you've done both 
long or short like there must be like mm. staying on the boat that long kind of almost scared me a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> freaked me out a little bit it, it did me so my when i was first offered that position that i mentioned yeah. on virtuosa it, they originally asked me if i could do four months and i was like oh it's like i really wanted to do the, the ship thing but i just couldn't mm. imagine jumping in so deep kind of thing right of course yeah so that's when they came back with like just do a month i was like wow okay can't oh. turn that down but i think they wanted it bad kind of thing they needed someone so they i don't yeah think that's, i don't exactly. think that's usual for them to come back and do that um yeah so i've and it's it's good money by the way like it's it is. at least what i was because you're obviously you have no expenses you know there's no travel yeah. or anything like that so yeah that's that's kind of how they hook you in with that yeah you know? I mean, um, if you add up, you know, the privileges, if you like, of like traveling and the accommodation mm -hmm. and the food, the quality of that and the entertainment, like you're on a world class cruise ship going around the world. That's quite an <laughs> yeah, expensive exactly. thing to do. Right. So you get all that, you know, it's yeah. just, you just got to rock uh, and do your work. But yeah, um, as far as t like I've enjoyed i'm glad i've done the the crew the, or the semi kind of crew thing where I, i've had access to like the crew area you know the crew mm -hmm. bar and all that stuff which is really fun and it's and i've done the longer stints and they've been really fun but um for me like uh, where i'm sort of focused more is in going into like the guest entertainer shorter contracts now that's really mm -hmm. where i'd like to take it um so and, and you said those are one to two weeks did you say yeah i'd say they tend to be one week they, they oh could, wow that's not all. that yeah it's not long at all yeah no, or if it's like a most cruises are like one week maybe 10 days two weeks um you might you know you'll be on for like the cruise but most cruises are like one week really oh, um interesting but if you're jumping on like maybe a, a longer one like what i did mm -hmm. on uh ventura earlier this year was like the cut the cruise length was like a month i think one of them was about 40 nights or something where we went across the atlantic around the caribbean and then yeah. back and it can take like a week just to go across the atlantic so yeah you know that was like a wow month. i think those if you went on to one of those as a guest end you'd probably be on for that whole time like a right. month maybe but uh you know but you've now traveled all over the world you know yeah. doing what you love yeah yeah exactly and it's it is amazing that's kind of amazing yeah i was gonna say um anyway we're we're uh we're almost done here and then we didn't even get into any of any of your music production or original music or mm. anything like that which i'll have to have you back on to yeah talk about all that stuff we'll do because, a part two <laughs> yeah we'll do part two so um you go under a different your your artist name is different correct it used to actually it was but actually i now go with my name bradley osborne okay great um, since the Are ships yeah because they oh okay although i went on i was going under a different name as you know and i went on with that name but they just decided to go by my name so right and now i'm like oh yeah let's not complicate <laughs> this Relinquish Man, control. i had the exactly really i've it's i have had the exact same thing where i go like i'll do these weddings and private events and all that stuff and i was using when i was using a different name that that you as well thing that i was doing for a little yeah, bit yeah but like so people would ask me at that at those gigs like well what's your artist name and i would feel weird being like 
<laughs> it's not well it's a it's you as well like it's a, and like and then they're like well how do you spell that and instead of like why can't it just be the same so then i now it's now it's all the same just make it easier for everybody yeah for sure it's like a name it's a name bradley yeah. osborne exactly you know it's yeah. just a, it's a name but it works very nicely i think with like um the socials the social media and everything because you know, you don't need like these double accounts and all this stuff. Yes, double accounts, it, man. Yeah, it's like actually, this is who I am, and I, I'm learning to embrace that sort of in authenticity. Although, I'm, I'm definitely, I've got a um, penchant. Is that the word for like conceptual things? That's which is yes. why I went with a different name because it's like, oh, this is it's not about me. It's about this thing I'm creating. Yeah. But that's you know, yeah, that's why I did mine. Too. Yeah, but, but 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 you can make records like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So like each each project can be like you know kind of which is really cool. Yeah. Um. Are you so? Do you have anything out under Bradley Osborne? Are you still working on stuff or? Pretty much still working on stuff. Like when I was going out under that other name, I did put some things out online, and I got some like radio play and stuff, local radio play, mm -hmm. and that was quite fun. I did some interviews and things, and it was all good. Um. But now I'm more sort of like. Yeah, I'm not really putting things out at the moment. I'm more writing and getting yeah. getting things together before going right. down that journey of like putting stuff out totally. you know <laughs> yeah so bradley osborne soon uh yeah. what was the other name of the band winter kids what was it called yeah winter kids yeah winter yeah. kids check them out every yeah. where you find music um <laughs> yeah well man we're gonna have to get you back on hopefully when i have a better internet connection next time nice uh and we got to talk about all that stuff because uh, hopefully you're coming out with some original music soon yeah, yeah for sure because yeah. i know we're i know we're trying to get the uh tv and film writing stuff happening with yeah. our we're in a four-man group and we're all over the world so yeah. it's kind of hard to get <laughs> to get things nailed down um but uh thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate it man thank you it's been a pleasure yeah really absolutely been really nice chat thanks for having me totally i keep tripping like i'm losing my mind keep feeling i'm losing control oh lately and it's getting harder i never was the one to kill a fight I know I'm bleeding and it shows this time As if I'm tripping, I'd say my head's underwater I'm
time it's all wrong There's no melody Thanks for listening to Mad Sound Radio. 